Health Quest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba on AM 560. The answer. It's happening all along the beautiful shores of Lake Michigan. Meaningful, life-changing moments all around the world. HealthQuest Radio goes airborne wheels up. Copy that. HealthQuest Radio proudly presents Adventures in Health with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hi, I'm Alex, and you, well, you're right where you're supposed to be. You're listening to America's number one health news and science show. Our adventure guide, he is ready. He is the voice of integrated preventive health care in our nation today. He's the clinical director of our West Dundee offices. His story will show he is a man before his time, a real trailblazer. My friend, my partner, and my favorite radio boss, here's our host, Dr. David Kolbaba. song don't we classic christmas music merry christmas a couple days away <laughs> today the holiday survival strategies what the heck why would i be saying that on such an awesome christmas weekend well because uh, Christmas is more than Christmas sometimes when people throw the extraneous things at us during the holiday season, as the seculars call it. Last week, we shared uh, some of my Christmas cues, uh, those little things that you want to remember for this Christmas and every other holiday, frankly. Uh, Dr. K's Christmas cues. If you want to go to healthquestradio.com, you might be able to get more information on that as you would going to that same site for just about everything that you hear on our show every week. Going on 40 years, it's over 40 years now. Uh, Dr. K's Christmas Cues, you can call our HealthQuest Radio hotline and get a copy of, of those cues just by calling 800 794 1855. In a little bit, we're going to be visiting with Dr. Lon Jones, his new book. Be sure to stay tuned during this holiday rush and this and that. You're going to want to, you want to stay tuned for that. I also am going to share a couple leftovers from last week, uh, some questions I recently received from you. One was, can one single x-ray series cause cancer? Uh, can one single x-ray series can it trigger cancer? And the other question I'm going to answer, uh, can an individual actually die of obesity? Hmm. Could that be true? I mean, there are enough of us runner-ups in that category with the underleaners. I'm sure that America is not going to lose weight over this uh, Christmas holiday season. I wonder with the prices going up as they have so severely, some 30%, my question is, could it be said or would it be said that Americans are eating less food because it has become so expensive? And I'm not sure the answer would be affirmative. Uh, my suspicions tell me it may be perhaps less the same or more. 
I would say Christmas more, probably about the same. I noticed, as I mentioned in last week's show, they're putting all the starchy stuff together in the store in hopes that you'll be free enough to purchase the cheaper food to get yourself through the the Christmas holiday. But today, I want to share, as part of our holiday survival strategies, one might think some of the biggest challenges we face relating to the holiday stress uh, that seems to be a part of the Christmas season. Number one, being away from a loved one, uh, friends or or family. Not all of us get together on uh, the Christmas uh, holiday season. Another thing would be the associating the holiday with the family, some kind of turmoil, some some loss in the family. That may be banging around the brain during this time of year, too, especially as we get closer to the very day of, of Christmas. Have you ever spent Christmas alone and you hadn't in years past? And you wonder what what that might feel like for those of us who've never had Christmas alone, what that might mean. Is Christmas alone something that you look forward to? Because it's the first day, as one of our patients told me this week, Jean said to me, it's the one day with regard to their business, their entrepreneurs, she said, it's the one holiday they know they have off. They can bank on the fact that Christmas Day, they have that day off. And imagine that if if you're one of those, as I am, we have more than that one day off a year guaranteed what it might be banging around in the brain of a person who's saying, gee, that's the one day I I have off, which is interesting to think about. Maybe you're facing or someone you know and love is facing an illness during this holiday season and the impact of it being on you or the fact of it being on someone you love with the challenges relating to the holiday season, the holiday stress, that can be playing a very important, significant role in your life or have an impact on you that, uh, that you wish you could just be relieved of. Another challenge in the holiday season might be you know, feeling lonely or isolated from others because you're not able to get the family rounded up because they're all the four corners of the world and you just can't round up everybody. And that may be an issue because the gang is not together. Things aren't the way they were before. We have these fond memories that aren't happening this Christmas season. It could be that you're feeling anxious about financial obligations you have and how many people go into debt and from one year to the other having large balances on their charge cards, not being able to perhaps pay the credit card down, the balances that are left over. Uh, give heartache to some of us who overspend during the Christmas season. It could be that some of us in a celebratory thought or maybe the idea of being able to let it all go and, and to just eat, drink, and be merry. You know, some of us are drinking more alcohol more heavily at social functions because it's a celebratory kind of place. And maybe, you know, you're thinking this is when you let it all hang out. And so alcohol may be a, a part of the abuse, we'll say, or the overuse of some of us could only admit to that. Managing the social schedule that you have on top of other typical responsibilities that stem from just living the day in and day out. That's a big part of this as well. And of course, you know, during the Christmas season, our our bills are still, uh, they're still due, aren't they? 
And not only that, we think about the particular schedule that we keep during the, you know, I, I have to tell you, having kids in hockey through the years, it was during the Christmas season, they would have their, we would have these tournaments. And a lot of times these tournaments were out of state and sometimes in other countries like Canada. It drove me crazy. You know, we couldn't have a decent Christmas. We had a rush here and there and it was just quite a quite a lot of stress, and maybe keeping up with the busy workload that you have already on your back. You know, the well, the, the typical stuff that comes up with Christmas would be the shopping, the baking, the cleaning, entertaining for more people than you're used to entertaining. Yet you try to keep a stiff upper lip, keep the smile, go back nostalgically speaking, and you say it'll be nice to see this person, that person, and the other people coming home for Christmas, as the song depicts. Of course, there are some people that are going to be showing up and. Uh, uh, they're not going to be, <laughs> they come in parse and partial with the, your favorite relative travels with you, the less favorite relative. So when you get the good, you get the not so good. You get the one who irritates the living daylights on. You're going to spend all day with this person. So now Christmas is a wonderful time of year. But I think the wonderment in Christmas is leaking out. It's leaking away from our experiences. And one might ask you, you know, why do you think that's happening to you? Why does it happen that maybe this year it may not be as significant as you want it to be? And you could say, what is it that I had a good Christmas at one time? And maybe you could say it was many years ago when I had the last, experientially speaking, I had the last awesome Christmas. Or maybe this Christmas for you is going to be the best Christmas Ever. And of course, it sounds like I'm talking about the hubbub instead of celebrating the birth of, of Jesus Christ. And of course, that's what we all do. We settle down. We get shamed at how we're making the crazy happen again, only to think that it all began in, uh, in Bethlehem. And we, we say for those of us who have the saving grace experience that we have, we know that it's more than just a, about a baby or even Santa Claus or whatever else we, we attribute to this, this holiday season. And, and, and you'll notice how we kind of do the whiplash. One moment, you, you know, you're in the spirit you know the this true spirit of christmas and you know the wise men and the it, 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 as the, they all you know the whole story was depicted in the in the scripture maybe you're going to a a special service or whatever and then then there's the hustle and bustle part that makes you feel that you're mismanaging this year once again and i have to say with as busy as most of us are it's really easy to shame ourselves when we realize this may be <laughs> the Christmas from hell. I don't know. You watch the, the new Hollywood movies, what, produced in the last 5, 10, 15 years, and it's pretty disrespectful of this this very special day. But most of us can relate because we have experienced the chaos of Christmas. And uh, today, I'll be giving you uh, more of the survival strategies behind this year's Christmas. And uh, I hope you can keep it uh, keep it here. It's a HealthQuest Saturday morning with me, Dr. David Kobaba. I just want to wish you um, a very merry and... Uh, <laughs> A quiet and peaceful Christmas this year, for sure. Yeah. You're listening to Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science show with your host, Dr. David Goldbaba. You are ready to be taught the new way. Most of us only do one thing with our partners— 
and it's watching TV. And that is the lowest form of intimacy that you could possibly ask for with any human being. If you and I watch TV together for 200 hours a year, we would potentially be no closer than we were before. But that's what the majority of couples are doing. So if we're only watching TV together, that relationship is not growing. At Essential Formulas, we provide the immune essentials for your family's health this winter. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics and Reg Active. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics is recognized as a worldwide leader in probiotic digestive health. Since 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics have an impressive effect on immune health, too. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics contain over 500 postbiotic metabolites shown to help support immune function. Certified vegetarian, free of gluten, dairy, and GMOs, a powerful immune option. RegActive formulas help boost levels of glutathione, the body's most essential antioxidant, which decreases as we age. Maintaining glutathione levels is key in overall health protection. Be proactive about your immune health. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and RegActive at natural health retailers and online today. Go to healthquestradio.com. And with us today is Dr. Lon Jones. Now, I know your new book titled Healing from the Inside Out is very compatible with what I believe. You framed it uh, to add uh, to that title, Stopping the Next Pandemic. Now, when I have played sports in the past, there's this thing called offense, defense. And I've actually heard many coaches through the year, perhaps an adage that's really common, a good offense is a good defense. And based on what I read in your book, I get the impression when it comes to sickness and disease, you you have the same kind of coach's attitude regarding that. It works both ways, but you can turn that around and say the best offense is a perfect defense. So the two have to be coincidental. They've got to coincide together to work together for the whole. They really should. When you were thinking about uh, doing this book, Dr. Jones, in your brain, I know it probably banged around a little bit before you thought, I'm going to get this all wrapped up in a book and present it to the general public. What was one of the most important, significant driving forces within you that thought that a particular concept really had to be in this book? Um, <laughs> the most compelling one was the broken system that we have now. The people have their health care paid for by the insurance industry. The insurance industry doesn't care about how much it costs because they profit either way. So our system is really stuck. And until the people understand the benefits of helping their defenses work and maintain a little bit of control that way, our system's not going to change and we're going to go bankrupt with health care. What is your definition of the medical industrial complex? The system of, of health care in this country started in 1929 with insurance paid 25 cents a month for the teachers in Dallas for health care through Baylor. That was the beginning of insurance, 25 cents a month. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good deal. Yeah. But then Blue Cross got involved. Then the car industry needed workers after World War II, and they had price control, so they couldn't just raise the wages. So they found out that they could 
afford to pay for health care for their workers, that would bring more workers on board. Mm. And uh, manufacturing and employment has since become the major source of insurance in this country. And the cost of that is driving companies overseas. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) we have a big problem. And nobody's interested in controlling the cost except the government, and we don't like the government involved in private enterprise. So that's the, that's the medical-industrial complex. And before that was formed, too, Dr. Jones, we, it was every man for himself, right? I mean, when you were out in the, in the wilderness, you were to be careful and to be able to take care of uh, your, your personal health because no one else was around to help you, but when we started settling in these areas and formed villages and, and cities, then I think the dependency of being part of a group, we shifted our responsibility for our own personal health, hoping that somebody else could cover us, cover some of the expenses is what I think you're getting at too. But back when we were paying for it, we were in the marketplace and we were the customer. Mm-hmm. And when insurance got involved, we got kicked out of the marketplace. You can't really have marketplace values in medicine if you don't have a customer that is paying for it. (laughs) And we pay for it through our insurance, but we still think that we're getting a good deal, and we're not. Why do you think that is true, that we're not getting as good a deal? Because we're not scrutinizing the charges, uh, things like that? Like, we're not, uh, we're not the consumers we should be when we're, when we're out about uh, buying other things we buy on a day-to-day living? Is that, is that what our problem is? A big part of it. Mm-hmm. One of the systems that I, that I have looked at and, and really like mm-hmm. in Singapore, hmm. they have kind of a social security system that includes paying for health care. So if we boosted up our ante to our Social Security mm-hmm. a little, we could maybe pay for our health care through that, what they call the United Fund in Singapore. Hmm. It pays for health care. It pays for your retirement. It pays for your lodging. I would include it even to pay for your food because it should be it's tax-free. Yeah. <laughs> it's a way to help people pay for things that they need. I would call it a social needs fund. Or a personal needs fund, mm-hmm. and I do, and I talk about that in the book. How did the medical industrial complex, as we know it, because I think we both would agree, for some reason, we do not have the highest level of health care in this country as compared to other countries. Certainly, we've got 53 other countries that are living longer than we are here. So I think we are making some mistakes, as you are pointing out. How did that framework make COVID a worse pandemic for this country uh, than it could have been or was in other countries who might have a better way of looking or a different way of looking at healthcare in general? Uh, first of all, all the, all the mistakes that were made of uh, not paying attention to things that can retard it. Mm-hmm. And Paul Ewald wrote a book, The Evolution of Infectious Disease. And in it, he talks about how you can stop the spread of infectious organisms. Mm -hmm. And cholera, we do that by cleaning up the water. And malaria, we do it by putting screens on our windows or using bed nets. Mm -hmm. And there's all kinds of ways that that you can implement those devices to help prevent the spread of disease. And if you help to prevent the spread, you're stopping the problem. And you're, mm-hmm. you're pushing the organisms, as, as Ewald points out, mm-hmm. to become more friendly to us. And that's a, that's a complex way of looking at things, but it works. 
And if your defenses are optimal, you're doing the same thing that Ewald talks about. You're preventing the spread of the disease, and you're pushing it to become more friendly. That's a different way of thinking. Do you believe that the use and overuse of antibiotics that has added to the virility the uh, the strength of bacteria that have now become the mega or the antibiotic resistant uh, you know MRSA and such do you believe that we really had a hand in that evolution or that mutation where these these bugs got stronger because of us pushing on them with the overuse of these medications? Well, I would give you a gross example. Mm -hmm. Look at Gaza. When you threaten an individual, whether it's a microbe or a person, Mm -hmm. when you threaten them, they adapt to argue with you, which is what they did in Gaza. In microbes, the thing that turns on their immune system to start multiplying, to start mutating, is when we attack them and try and kill them, their mutation system goes into overdrive as they try and find a way to get around what we're doing. Hmm. And so, yes, the answer to your question is a a decided affirmative. Yes, Mm -hmm. what we are doing is making the problem worse. The World Health Organization tells us that if we don't do something different by 2050, 10 million people will die every year. We need to do something different. And that's what I'm talking about. So Healing from the Inside Out, the title of your book, Stopping the Next Pandemic, Healing from the Inside Out, I'm getting the impression, and so does uh, in reading the book, I got the impression that if strengthening what we already have in our intrinsic body can actually be a tremendous advantage if we only knew to do that and we only knew how to do that. That's absolutely correct, too. And what the defense is that we're mostly talking about is the one in our airway. That's the one that COVID has to get around to make us sick. And early on in the COVID epidemic, there was a a puzzle that people noticed with Africa. And people in Africa were not sick as much as everybody else was with the COVID virus. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they started doing studies, and they found out that these people had antibodies to COVID, but they weren't sick. So what happens in Africa? Why is that the case? And it's the case in this country, too. Probably a third of people can test positive when they look at antibodies, but they've never been sick. Mm -hmm. And what happens is that the virus gets in their airway, but their defenses cope with it by preventing it from hanging on. Mm -hmm. So it's washed down in your GI tract. Attenuated is the word they use in medicine. Mm -hmm. But it goes by your immune system. So your immune system builds antibodies to it, but you never are sick. And in Africa, it's a poor country. Most of the people live outdoors. Mm. Where our immune system adapted was in Africa, and the humidity there is high enough that it provides the water for your airway to work optimally. And when we move to temperate zones, we want to make the air and our environments comfortable, so we have air conditioning and heating and cooling. And both of those technologies reduce the available water in the atmosphere and in the air that we breathe. So our immune system of our airway is compromised if it can't get enough water. And what xylitol does is restore the water because it pulls water into your nose from your body. More with Dr. Lon Jones when we come back. It's HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba.
Not all fish oil supplements are created equal. So let me tell you about my favorite fish oil supplement. It's my favorite, most probably because of the highest quality blend of those little fish. You know, the short-lived fish that are free of those toxic pollutants. That's our little fish oil. And with our little fish oil, you'll get all of the healthy benefits of fish oil without being weighed down by contaminants commonly found in other fish oil products, like heavy metals, dioxins, and PCB markers. And every single bottle of our little fish oil comes with our true quality purity guarantee in that every batch is quality tested and retested using the standardized Eurofins process, ensuring the highest quality and freshness for you. So order your bottle of little fish oil today and be sure to ask about our special little fish oil pricing for all you fish oil seekers out there. But you got to make that call 800-794-1855. That's our little fish oil, 800-794-1855. The truth is, viruses cannot be killed, and unlike bacteria, viruses are not alive. A virus is what we call a biologic entity, but we can still do something. We can destroy a virus or even keep it from being able to launch its attack on our bodies before, during, and after exposure. And this is why you need to get the kit are a winter survival kit. Your body can protect you from these infectious bugs, but but it needs a little help building up its immune defenses. And the best offense is a great defense. And that's why you need the kit. It's a perfect strategy for every infectious bug, as well as those non-living, can't-kill viruses. Our winter survival kit is a must for your home or workplace. It contains targeted nutritional components that can get the job done before, during, and after any infectious exposure. So get the kit. For details, call our health Quest Radio Hotline, 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Go to healthquestradio.com. And visiting with us today is Dr. Lon Jones, our friend. <laughs> His new book, Healing from the Inside Out. If that doesn't make sense, gee, I don't know what does. Let's talk about the, the, the dry air in the winter. Well, I know people, especially in the northern areas of this country, are prone to say during the winter, my gosh, it's so dry. Everything's so dry. My nose is dry. My, I keep getting bloody noses. And wow, it's so dry. And yet, if you look at the humidity outside, even in bitter cold, can be 60-70% outside. When the temperature is 30 or 40 degrees outdoors, Mm -hmm. and you warm it up to 70, and you drop the humidity, the relative humidity, down to 20 or 30%, which Mm -hmm. is too low. Got it. Our noses to work properly. Got it. You're saying those who would be outside, even people who live way north, who have to live outside in the elements, as you suggest, they're not suffering from the same potential that people in their heated house. That's why homeless people have less upper respiratory infections. Interesting. When we think about healing from the inside out, Dr. Jones, what is a big player that prevents our body from being able to heal itself as it was naturally meant to heal on a on a day-to-day basis let's say it's the fact that everybody's doing it doing what living in our comfortable environment oh i get it it's like the air we breathe so you're saying what makes us comfortable does not necessarily help us sustain health yes in your opinion with respect to the pandemic When was it that you, as a doctor, started seeing the writing on the wall that wherever we were being led, 
may not have been the best way in which to lead a, a population of people? When did your instincts kick in that something was wrong with what we were being told? Well, back at the very beginning, I knew that, or I surmised, it mm. was a very good guess, that if our defenses were optimal in our noses, that we wouldn't get us sick. Hmm. And people have looked at the defenses of the mucus in our nose because it's the barrier. Mm-hmm. It's what, 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 what grabs onto all of the foreign stuff that we breathe. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mucus do? And I looked at it, and I looked at it, and on the mucus, there are sugar molecules coating our mucus. There are sugar molecules coating the virus. Mm. They're called glycans, and there's a family of them. And if you can interfere, and it's those, it's those sugars that do the first attachment. So if you have these sugars next to each other, they're going to hang on to each other, and they're going to form a bond. Mm. And the bond's going to get stronger as they find more ways to hang on. <laughs> and that happens with our mucus. That's why if our defenses are optimal, we don't get sick. So do you believe that humidity could have played a significant role in the impact of of COVID, at least in in, in this country, knowing that we know more about us than we do maybe somewhere else in the world? I think so. If you look at the the experience of the African people and look at the people that work outside. Mm -hmm. You know, we've never done any really analytical studies looking at, at the people in this country Mm-hmm. who have antibodies but have never been sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't bother with that. We don't care. All we care about is making money, yeah. and we do that with these vaccines. So don't don't worry about anything else. And that's where we are now still. But if you look at the people who were working outside, I'll bet you less of them had a problem with, with the virus. For all the reasons you previously stated, We've been friends for a long time. I mean, I know we share many of the same values, and yet it's not the easiest place to be living in this country. I, sometimes I wonder why is it that 53 other countries, people live longer. Sometimes I wonder why that is, and I think it's worth studying as well. What are other people doing in countries where they're living longer even? And I would imagine the longer-lived countries are probably living more healthy along the, the lifespan that they do live. Uh, they are. And one of the interesting things that I've seen looking at history is that the life expectancy of Americans from 1830 to 1950 mm-hmm. expanded by about three years per decade. Mm-hmm. In 1950, it switched to about two years per decade. And it continued that until we got Obamacare, and then it dropped to one year per decade. Hmm. In the last couple of years, it's been negative. Uh, Isn't that interesting? I've noticed that, too. Wow. So why is that? Yeah. And the answer I come up with is 1950, we installed insurance, and we took patients out of the marketplace. And with Obamacare, we took doctors out of the marketplace and put in more insurance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The gatekeepers now. Golly. Well... Your book, Healing from the Inside Out, got to get a copy of, of it, Stopping the Next Epidemic. Dr. Lon Jones, thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate your efforts. When you read the book, yeah, share it with their friends and family and neighbors, because the only way we're going to change our system is if more people get upset and more people understand what they can do. Amen. That's what the book is about. Well, that's great. Boy, I got to tell you, 
all of the clear products, X-L-E-A-R, all the clear products are at uh, healthquestradio.com. Go to our website there. We use all the products in our offices for obvious reasons. You can too. We're going to take a break and come back with more Christmas fun on a Saturday morning. No mistake that you have tuned in to Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science show. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait. We wash our nose? Yes. The number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear. X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Go to healthquestradio.com. This Christmas season is here. <laughs> you know, when our uh, when our personal health is compromised, stress of every kind will land harder on our body. That's why it's so important to be healthier when holidays come, for instance, or when the relatives come to visit. When we normalize our stress response mechanism by resetting it, and that's what we're all about here at HealthQuest, even in our clinics in East Dundee, our body will respond more favorably to any and all stresses that come our way. When we normalize our stress response mechanism, It's in your body like a piece of equipment you would order in a new car purchase. We can reset it. And then our body will respond more favorably to to any and all stresses that come our way. And when our own personal health is elevated, stress of every kind will, will, it's never easy, but we'll navigate through it much better than those of us whose personal health is compromised, where every stress of every kind will land harder and cause premature aging, which is so rampant in our country today. The fact is the human body is equipped to handle every type of stress, even Christmas stress. The human body is equipped to handle every type of food, no matter what you eat or how much you eat. The human body is equipped to handle every trauma, that from your past and future. And the whole point is, if what I said is true, if these statements hold true, then why are so many people overwhelmed with this thing called stress? 
56% of people admit that they have to bite their lip during the holiday to avoid arguments. 64% report having certain conversations that are they're just off limits. Where does it, how does it happen these conversations get there during the Christmas season? The inevitable arguments with family aren't the only thing we dread about the holiday season. You see, holiday stress seeps into many aspects of the season, including purchasing presents. 39% say that that's their, their biggest stress. Others say how much to spend. That's 38% of you. Prepping the house for guests. 28% people worry about that as their number one. Even cleaning before and after the gathering is number one for 27% of us. And see, the, the thing is, overeating can trigger heartburn. And, and more cases of heartburn and people traveling to the hospital thinking it's a heart attack is part of the, the, the Christmas fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la activity here. And maybe you've seen it happen in your family before. Uh, 85% of us admit to overeating during the holidays with nearly two-thirds of us feeling physically uncomfortable and actually ill after eating a holiday meal. 42%... <laughs> Forty-two percent of us have to unbutton our pants after a meal. All right, my gosh. So here's what you can do to take control of of the holidays. Here's some things for you today as we share some of what I call the holiday survival strategies for you. Don't let the holidays become something you dread. You may already have dreaded it for this year. Take steps to prevent the stress, as I mentioned, even the depression that can descend on you during the holidays. Learn to recognize the things that trigger you, such as the financial pressures or the the, the personal demands, so, so you can combat them before they lead to a to a meltdown. Whether you do that all alone in the in the quietness of your bedroom or whatever, with a little planning and some positive thinking, you can find peace and joy during the holidays. I tell you what, you can. I've been on both ends of the spectrum, and it's not that we want to control our lives and just be under this control because I don't want this to happen. I want to be in the flow. But the point of it is even exercise is a, is a great mood booster, especially helpful for those dealing with anxiety and depression during this time of year. So try to get outside and get a little air. Even a brisk walk can help raise your spirits. Try to walk in an area that exudes mother nature that's what i like i mean people who went for a 90 minute walk outside in a natural environment have a healthier brain activity than those who walked through an urban area where they're worried about getting robbed for pete's sake so i gotta tell you just it's something that we need to work on it's your opportunity this year to do it and I'm not saying that every Christmas needs to be perfect but we can strive for sanity peace of mind And maybe at the same time, collect our thoughts enough to center around the most important reason for us to celebrate this Christmas holiday in 2023, okay? Things you want to do, do them. Things that would be harmful and not as healthy, I don't know, navigate around them this year, okay? Eat a little bit less, eat slower, talk more. (laughs) We'll be right back. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. It's no mistake that you're listening to our show today. 
please call our HealthQuest Radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Make this one phone call, one of the most important phone calls you'll ever make, for your sake. 
He just said he drinks too much and he thinks he's funny. You know, he's actually irritating. And something that you might think would be insignificant, uh, let's say soft drinks, for instance, any of the soda drinks at all, soft drinks, okay? Even one a day. So we're not talking just Christmas. We're talking about the everyday stuff that really kills Americans more than obesity. A soft drink of any type, even one a day. Get it? One a day. You, you need Just like you need your coffee, you need your soft drink, whatever it is, one a day. And most people I know that are on soft drinks drink much more than just one a day. Just one a day. One a day or more raises your risk for cancer by 36%. It's amazing, isn't it? One consistent use of a soft drink will net you a 36% increase for cancer. Even, this is really something you don't want to hear, but it's, but it's true. Not eating the whole fruit, like when we say eat more fruits and vegetables, how many people eat the whole fruit? I don't think so. Did you know that just pure fruit juices we need to just be aware of? They're carcinogenic as well. Why? Because we're not consuming, we're not eating the part of the fruit that would be antagonistic to cancer. Now, I know it's a little bit on the weird side. Why would I share that today? But I am sharing today some of the strategies to help us through a holiday season. In this case, the holiday survival strategies, if you will. And as I mentioned last week, we also shared the uh, Dr. K's Christmas cues, totally separate from each other. But I think both of them would be a, a, a tremendous aid to you in this Christmas season and other special events that come your way. One way to get a copy of either or both of those is to call our HealthQuest radio hotline. That's 800 That's 800 800- 794-1855. The book, uh, Get Healthier. It's the caveman way to getting healthier. We're taking pre-orders right now. I would hope that we're going to get that out in about three months, but it's taken a little bit longer, and I wish I could tell you why, but those uh, aspects out of my control. But that number to call again is 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. I'll tell you what. You just spend some time with the Lord. You pray it through. Have the best Christmas. A Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for listening. You be blessed. Go to healthquestradio.com. 